VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Brought to you by the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Hello, friends. Jack, Flight School O'Brien here, uh, also known as Jack. Still can touch Ned if I get a running start and haven't eaten heavy breakfast. O'Brien, uh, both nicknames that I go by. Inviting you to check out Miles and Jack got mad boosties for a weekly basketball conversation with me and my co-host from the Daily Zeitgeist, Miles Gray. We are joined by comedians, writers, podcasters, and fellow NBA fans as we discuss the latest news and events from around the league. Check it out. Miles and Jack got mad boosties. Brought to you by the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we help every step of the way. We're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities than ever before. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each person individually. And for organizations, LHH provides consultant support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process, understanding the sensitivity and impact on your team. The world is full of new possibilities, and we help both organizations and individuals realize the possibility of what's next. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com. That's LHHtalent.com to get in touch with an outplacement consultant today because everyone and every organization could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. LHH, helping you every step of the way. Visit LHHtalent.com. For her, who've been in touch now, saying how devastated they are. A statement from Buckingham Palace says the Queen died peacefully at her estate in Balmoral, Scotland, and immediate family members were there. She was 96. News is brought to you by veteran-owned SemperSolaris.com. This just coming in, police in Uvalde, Texas, have asked the public to avoid the area of the Uvalde Memorial Park. It says it is investigating a shooting with people who were hurt. More than three months ago, 19 students and two teachers were killed at an elementary school in the city. The fire burning in Hemet has grown to nearly 20,000 acres. Cal Fire's Richard Cordova says today's weather has helped crews battle the fire. We have a cloud cover over the fire, which uh, brought cooler temperatures to the area. Firefighters are working to protect Sage, which is home to more than 3,000 people. The fire broke out Monday. It's killed two people and destroyed several buildings. Thousands of people have been evacuated. A hospital in the Bay Area has lost power for several hours as the widespread heat wave continues. Santa Clara Valley Medical Center surgeon Dr. Tiffany Chow says patients and healthcare workers were in the dark in the surgical area and intensive care unit. 
everyone came in. We had eight trauma surgeons, which is basically our whole department in the hospital, in the pitch black in the ICU, just trying to figure out how to help. Chow says normally ICUs are full of sounds, but it went silent in a matter of moments. Hospital officials say emergency plans went into place immediately and patient safety was never compromised. Hurricane K is now a Category 1 storm. Meteorologist John Weatherby says K is expected to bring heavy rain and windy conditions to parts of California and Arizona. But its rain, however, and its impacts and its gusty winds will very much impact Southern California Friday, Saturday, Sunday, this weekend. He says the heaviest rain will be in the areas east of San Diego and Los Angeles. Former Trump advisor Steve Bannon has been indicted on charges including money laundering and scheming to defraud and conspiracy. Bannon was in court in New York this morning to hear about new charges from a charity that was supposed to use private funds to build the U.S.-Mexico border wall. Bannon says the charges are nothing more than a partisan political weaponization of the criminal justice system. Britain's new prime minister has announced a cap on domestic energy prices for homes to ease the cost of living. We are supporting this country through this winter and next and tackling the root causes of high prices so we are never in the same position again. New Prime Minister Liz Truss says her two-year plan will cap household electricity and natural gas bills at $2,800. The plan will cost at least $116 billion. Truss also lifted a fracking ban and rejected any windfall tax on oil companies. And Secretary of State Antony Blinken has made an unannounced visit to Ukraine's capital. He announced $2 billion more in U.S. military aid for Ukraine and 18 other European nations threatened by Russia. That's on top of a $675 million package of heavy weaponry, ammunition, and armored vehicles for Ukraine announced recently by Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. The U.S. has given $15.2 billion in aid to Ukraine since President Biden took office. Southland weather from KFI, partly cloudy today with highs in the upper 80s at the beaches, around 100 in Metro LA and OC, mid-hundreds in the valleys and IE. No big changes heat-wise tomorrow, but there is a 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms, and our excessive heat warning lasts until tomorrow evening. Then showers and mid-80s in the LA area the whole weekend. Uh, Pardon me, right now it is 100 in West Covina, 99 in Hacienda Heights. KFI Financial Report, the Dow closed today up 193, S&P 500 up 26, NASDAQ up 70, and the average price of a gallon of gas in California is $5.30. Let's check out a stall on the 5 in Tustin. This one's on the northbound side coming up on Red Hill. That's where the right lane is blocked and laser loading up all the way out of Irvine, getting away from the 133. Let's check out Diamond Bar. We've got Will Kohlschreiber, KFI in the sky. And a stuck truck kind of tying things up here. It'll be the southbound side of the 57 as you uh, approach Diamond Bar Boulevard in the left lane in big delays all the way back up from the 5760 interchange. Give yourself time to get through there. The northbound side, pretty ugly from Lambert Road, all because of earlier problems we had on the eastbound 60 before the 71. All the lanes are clear, though, at that location. Will Cole Schreiber, KFI in the sky. And the drive along the 110 freeway, pretty jammed up right now. Northbound out of South L.A., leaving the 105 solid all the way to the 5, heading into Elysian Park. KFI in the sky helps get you there faster. I'm Angel Martinez. Are you a business owner? The federal government earmarked $135 billion in COVID tax refunds for small and medium-sized businesses. And most of this money will never be claimed. RefundsPro.com helps business owners get through the red tape of qualifying for the employee tax credit. Your business can qualify even if you received PPP funds, and most refunds are over $100,000. There's no downside to apply and no fees unless you receive a refund. 
There's a deadline, so visit refundspro.com to get started. That's refundspro.com. Seriously, my dealership just fixed the transmission. We all know how it can be to go to the wrong place for transmission repair. Made up of over 800 pieces, the transmission is the most complex part of your car. So bring it to the transmission experts at Amco. Amco, always the right fix. Double A, MCO. Special financing available. Restrictions, limitations, and exclusions may apply. See amco.com for complete details. Get a full 28-point AC and heat suit up and safety inspection for only $88. 8333 next gen. KFI. More stimulating talk. An iHeart radio station. KFI AM640, Jane Wells filling in for John and Ken. Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You know, we have two USC Trojans running for mayor. Rick Caruso, who paid for his education, and Karen Bass, who got a free education. And, uh, by the way, another Trojan, O.J. Simpson, has just tweeted. He's in a box at SoFi uh, saying, go Bills, go away, is what I have to say back. We will talk more about what's happening with the Rams and Bills and Ozzy Osbourne playing at halftime later in the hour. Right now, Steve Gregory joins us. Uh, did you RSVP to this Rick Caruso press conference and get this weird yes, response? Yes, I did, and I've got his response. I got Rick's response to that. Well, set it up. You want to? You want to start with that, or you want to start with the overview? Um. Okay. Start you. You. I'm going to sit back and let you have the show for the next several minutes. Go for it. No, no. First of all, Jane, great to talk to you. I yes. miss you. It's always great to talk with you. Thank you. Uh, so Rick Caruso's camp called this press conference today at his headquarters at the Grove. I've never been to his palatial headquarters. Oh, it's headquarters. beautiful. I've been in his office. It's uh, amazing. Yeah. And the security is better than the <laughs> FBI building on the west side of town, by the way. I've never had to check in like I had to check in like That's that funny. before. Um, so uh, plenty of latex gloves that used to. Um, <laughs> so Caruso's responding to this LA Times article which claims that Karen Bass, as you kind of just said, tongue-in-cheek, that uh, there's a little bit of a, a, an issue going on, some connection here, but Rick kind of overviews it like this. Federal prosecutors say Bass took $100,000, an unreported scholarship. Prosecutors say the facts show that after receiving the gift, Bass carried legislation to make USC eligible for taxpayer dollars at the dean's request and with the dean's input. This is corruption. This is dishonest, plain and simple. So he set it up that way. He talked a lot about, you know, the fact that uh, this is a, a pattern and practice of politics in Los Angeles and Karen Bass is uh, gonna continue that legacy of corruption. Uh, basically, he threw Eric Garcetti under the bus and said that, you know, Bass is basically an extension of Garcetti's wait, campaign. Wait, 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 wait. But she denies that she carried any legislation. And I, I don't know, unreported, this is new to me, that uh, whether or not it needed to be reported. It, it seems to me that the feds, whoa, you're breaking up a little bit. It seems to me the feds, at least part of the L.A. Times article, have said she is not under criminal investigation, that this is all part of their case against Mark Ridley sure. Thomas. And the, okay, so you go ahead. Take yeah, it Yeah, so his response to that was, She's not the subject of an investigation. That doesn't mean she's not part of one. I, I don't know. Is this sort of a spinning or is there, um, you know, it would be yes or no. Did she carry this le legislation? 
uh, for this person. She, I, What I read in the L.A. Times is she said she hadn't carried this bill that the dean of the School of Social Work wanted to help USC get more federal funds. Yeah, and, you know, I think what it's going to be is, you know, whatever evidence crops up. And, you know, I think the Times article also had a screen grab of an email exchange and in which, you know, it talks about quid pro quo of some sort. But mm. I, um, you know, in listening to this, I just shake my head because... Uh, you know, this really boils down to what was her intent. And then if you read deeper in the article, which I know you did, but she also starts, to, there starts to be this narrative where, like, um, I'm I'm detached from that. I'm separated from all that. Things were happening and others were doing things and I didn't know what was going on. Did mm. you catch any of that? Mm. No, that's a little bit more smoke that I uh, yeah. missed. Uh, what I saw was her basically saying there was no quid pro quo that I did not carry this legislation, unless I misread that. And whether or not she needed to report, I mean, did she need to report? If it's unreported, is that an IRS issue? Um, so uh, I, I, would, I would like to know more facts, yeah. but it just shows how, how ugly this is going to get between now and November. But, but tell me about this weird now hacking of Caruso's account. Okay, so I'm going to play this cut from Rick because it sort of sets this up because he talks about what Bass should do next. Why? How about some accountability? How about saying, sorry it happened? I take full responsibility for it. I'm happy to hold a press conference and explain it. I'm happy to give you my emails. Every discussion I had with the dean. That's what, that's what leadership is about. Leadership is about taking responsibility for your actions. And what she's trying to do is hide and turn a campaign into smear attacks rather than talking about the issues that are affecting everybody in the city. So I got first question and so I wanted to go ahead and kind of touch on that. Good afternoon Rick. You're asking Karen Bass to give up documents and to be transparent. Um, I want to ask this to you bluntly because that's really the only way I know how to ask but um, <laughs> are you afraid that you've done anything in your past uh, personally or professionally that's going to come back and bite you in the ass? No. Nope. What about documents? You're asking her to release documents. How about you, you missed the you answer? Think there are any documents out there come back and bite you in the ass? Nope. What about documents? You're asking her to release documents. How about you? Do you think there are any documents out there that you need to disclose? Any business dealings? Any conflicts of interest? Anything you think we need to see and the public deserves to see? Nope. <laughs> wow. Well, we'll see. I mean, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty definitive. Right. Uh, and then what about this this bizarre... So that takes me to the email. Okay. So Phil Schumann from Fox 11, um, Phil and I work, you know... You a great know, guy, Phil. yeah, yeah. Phil's a yeah. great guy, and, and, you know, he's very thorough. So uh, he and I, when before this thing started, we kind of whispered to each other. We're like, hey, did you get this weird email? He goes, yeah, I got it too. So I said, do you, are you going to ask? You want me to ask? He says, no, I'll ask. <laughs> you, know, you, you know how we strategize, you right. know, because I don't want to take up all the time. Right, and right, right. I want to yeah, maximize. Yeah. Anyway, so... Phil asks about the question, and, um, you know, so Rick seemed already prepared for it because, for those that don't know, this email came back and said, thank you, for those of you that RSVP for the press conference today, thank you, I am a Rick Caruso whistleblower. I'm paraphrasing here, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but basically, I've, I've been working on his campaign, and I've now learned things about him and his dealings at USC having to do with the Dr. Tyndall investigation, and he let things happen. He didn't investigate. I've lost all faith and confidence in him to run the city of Los Angeles. So Phil Schumann asks him the question in his response. So we got hacked. 
most likely from the Bass campaign. It's a fake email, and we're tracking it down. Yeah, it's a fake email. But listen, we're going to investigate it. We'll look at it. Um, we certainly know, just based on what she did yesterday with the smear campaign, that you know they're, they're turning to sort of desperate acts to try to change the discussion on this. She doesn't want this being talked about, so try to turn things around. I don't think that's going to happen. People will see through it. So there you go. Um, he got hacked. Let's see, you've... Oh, sorry. Let's see, you've... I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to ask, uh, has the Bass campaign responded over this hack? Well, only what their people have said in the LA Times. They haven't returned anybody else's emails. Okay. So, um, and then I finally, you know, you know Rick's been in politics, or not, he's been involved in city government for Oh, for every, I remember he was on the police commission. Right, and so I asked him about that, because I'm thinking to myself, okay, in all the years he's been doing all this, he hasn't seen anything bad? So we got hacked. Oh, sorry. So, uh, so we got to go, go to the Most other likely, question. So we got hacked. Okay. It's okay. A, so what I wanted to do is go to my second question with him. How long have you been doing this, Steve Gregory? Listen, Are you, you new? I know, right? <laughs> well, you know what happens is I'm, yeah, if you only knew. Okay, here we go. Let's see. You've, you've been on the board of the DWP. You've been on the police commission, LAPD commission. I mean, in all your years and in doing business with city officials, electeds and whatnot, you never came across any sort of corruption, conflicts of interest, anything that made you suspicious or anything that you may have gotten involved in? You know, I haven't experienced it personally, but you raise a good point. Um, I've served this city since I was 26 years old under three mayors, uh, Tom Bradley, Dick Reardon, and Jim Hahn. I have never had an ethics violation in my 40 years of service to this city, never. Karen Bass has a long list of ethic violations that you guys should report on, and we're happy to give them to you. <laughs> so I said, okay, so I'm waiting for that email. Yeah, I, it, does she? Where's the list of ethics violations? I'd like, I'd like to... Yeah, so I, I presumably that some lady made note when I brought it up, and I said, are you going to send that to us? He goes, we can. So I'm... Uh, it's interesting. I mean, I... Um... Both of them, in general, my impression, I mean, I've met Rick Caruso and interviewed him many times, and I always thought he was a very, very nice, you know, very smooth uh, and very successful and wanted to give back in sort of that Richard Reardon mode, except yeah. a lot smoother. Um, and Karen Bass, from what I've seen, you know, she handles herself. Well. It's just, it's interesting to see two people who wouldn't naturally play dirty starting to... Well, that's why today was such an interesting press conference, because up till now, he's really not play dirty much i don't think right from what no, i've covered anyway it's, it's not his style and it doesn't seem to be her style but i guess when you're running for mayor i don't know um i need a little bit more fire under this smoke it also sounds like you're about ready to blow up and wherever you are your signal right I'm now down in east la oh great yeah. uh enjoy uh <laughs> Steve, uh, it's a wonderful. I love being in East LA. Uh, some of the best food in a play in a city that has fantastic food. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Take but, care. But a bad radio tower. <laughs> take care. Yeah. All right. Thank I you. Did. That's our Steve Gregory. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about the latest on the homeless count, and I have a few other things I want to throw in. Jane Wells filling in for John and Ken, KFI AM 640. Uh, at the bottom of the hour, we will bring you the latest on what's happening in this unfolding situation for how we go. They go forward. Uh, over the next 10 days in England with the passing of King Elizabeth King, Queen Elizabeth II, and now we have King Charles III. I don't know how bad the homeless problem is in England, in jolly old England, but as you know, L.A. County is the absolute capital for homelessness. 
And uh, new numbers just came out showing that uh, the growth, it's still growing, but the growth has slowed. So we may have reached peak homeless growth, but yet we haven't probably reached peak homeless. They're saying uh, the Los Angeles Homeless Services Authority said the homeless population grew by 4.1% from 2020 to now. So we now have over 69,000 homeless people in Los Angeles County, the percentage of those living in shelters has increased to about 30%. So over 20,000 of that 69,000 are living in shelters, uh, the city of Los Angeles. So also of that 69,000, uh, 42,000 are in the city of Los Angeles. So um, it is still growing, but 4.1% sure is a lot better than the 25% growth we had between 2018 and 2020. There, uh, the leaks coming out of that Mar-a-Lago raid are happen faster than an old man's diaper. Uh, the latest is a Florida judge has scolded the feds about the leaks because the latest leak claims that seized documents include classified material on a foreign government's military defenses, as well as top secret U.S. operations. Uh, the judge who was appointed by Trump is not happy with the constant parade of Leaks that, you know, the DOJ or somebody, somebody is giving to uh, publications like the Washington Post. That's why she's appointed a special master, which the Justice Department is now trying to appeal. Um, but uh, she said that um, when asked about the dissemination to the media of information relative to the contents of the seized records, government's counsel stated that he had no knowledge of any leaks stemming from his team. Um, and the DOJ is barred from using any of the seized materials in its investigation until it has all been screened by the special master. Now, Queen Elizabeth II wasn't the only person who died today. Also, Bernard Shaw, back in the days when anchors on networks, uh, particularly networks like CNN, MSNBC, or Fox, were kind of guys you trusted. People you trusted, they kind of played it close to the best. He was for 20 years, Bernard Shaw, the lead anchor for CNN. Uh, he uh, covered, he was there when um, the first Operation Desert Storm happened in uh, 91. He was in Beijing during Tiananmen Square. I mean, put, his, put himself in harm's way. Uh, stellar job. He retired quite many years ago and he has now passed away. Uh, they say. was 82 and he died from pneumonia. Uh, now I, um, when I was a newer, well, not that new at KTTV here in Los Angeles, covered many big stories and occasionally CNN would take our coverage as they still do. They did it during the, I was part of the Bronco chase um, also in 1994 as well as the earthquake. And they dipped in for some of that and took some of my coverage of that. But they decided, he decided to toss to me during the earthquake, January 17th, 1994, I'm on the collapsed overpass where the Highway 14 collapsed onto the five. An LAPD officer died as he was rushing to help, and he flew off that overpass not realizing it had collapsed. Um, there were many cars that were crushed. I got out there a little after 6 a.m. And, and stayed through midnight um, and Put on makeup without mirror or power because we didn't have any. And believe me, if you could see this video, it would show. But here's a little bit of he was just so gracious. Here is a bit of my report I did for him. 
We're joined now by Jane Wells. She's with our affiliate KTTV. Jane, what can you tell us? Well, Bernard, I'm standing on the 5 freeway right now. This is a major lifeline north and south in California, and it is cut off tonight, as we've been telling you all day. And now they're saying it could possibly be months before this area is cleaned up and open and normal again. Uh, CHP officers were just on top here uh, assessing the situation, seeing how much damage there is. Again, you know, it's miraculous. There was an LAPD officer here who tragically died when his motorcycle came flying off the overpass there, pitch black, at d before dawn. He didn't see that this road had collapsed in front of him. He, he died, but the other drivers here all lived. Even this guy, this guy walked away, the guy who was in this car behind that a totally wheel, smashed when car. this came down on him a freeway overpass and jane i should tell our viewers that that uh, police officer from the los angeles police department was racing in from home he got on his motorcycle was racing in from home to assist in the emergency uh, actions by the local authorities here one quick question before we lose our satellite what has made the strongest impression on you a reporter that's hard to say. I, I think for me, I grew up in this very same area, and I remember as a little girl that 1971 earthquake, which so scared me, and to wake up this morning and to be so scared again and to hear my little girl crying and screaming and having to hold her and tell her it was okay, hand her to her father and run into work. I think personally that's the strongest impression I've had. Hmm. Jane Wells, KTTV, thank you very, very much for all your assistance. I mean, what a class act. And to ask a question like that, I was caught completely off guard. Uh, but what a fantastic question to ask. Um, and uh, you saw the response. I get a little emotional even hearing myself speak about it now. The, by the way, that police officer, Clarence Wayne Dean, who died that morning, again, racing to work, and they have named the free freeway interchange after him. You know, I... I that was a day, if you were here, 1994 was a crazy year in this town. Between that earthquake and then the um, murders of Ron Goldman and Nicole Brown Simpson and that whole saga, it was it was just nuts. And it was the year to be a reporter in local TV news here, in my opinion. Okay, when we come back, we are going to bring you the very latest on what's going on um, in, the, in the aftermath of the death of Queen Elizabeth. Um, and then later this hour, Rams and Bills are getting ready to kick off, and you'll never guess who's in a box at SoFi Stadium and tweeting from there. Jane Wells filling in for John and Ken, KFI AM640. Jane Wells filling in for John and Ken, KFI AM640. Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, they're singing God Save Our King, which they haven't sung in uh, 70 years. That is an old recording. They haven't gathered yet to get it ready again for King Charles III. And we will talk shortly about the latest in Queen Elizabeth's passing. Queen Elizabeth II passing today at the age of 96, uh, peacefully at Balmoral, um, most of her family with her. Prince Harry rushed there, but didn't quite make it in time. Um, and I was looking through the line of succession, according to the royal family and the royal watchers. And even though Harry 
has um, given up his titles, he's still in the line of succession. He is fifth in line. Um, now you have King Charles III, followed by Prince William, and then William's three children. So Princess Charlotte is ahead of her younger brother and Prince Harry, which is a little bit of a break of tradition because, of course, uh, Princess Anne is not ahead of her brothers. Uh, Charles is first, and it was Anne, but in the line of succession, Andrew and Edward come before Anne, and yet Charlotte comes before Prince Louis and Harry, which, of course, you know, I know you're going cross-eyed at what I'm saying right now. But what the BBC is saying is that eventually... Um, the Queen's remains, her coffin will be returned to London. She will lie in state um, for probably four days. The last time that happened that anybody in the royal family uh, lie, lay uh, in state. I don't know what the, I can always get, I get lie and lay wrong. You lay yourself down, you lay something down, but you lie. I, I don't know. I get it all. Maybe if you're not alive, you lie. I don't know. I can't. I never have figured it out, Mark Ronner. I don't know lie, lay. I, I can sort this out for you, what, what, but I wasn't listening to the context. What uh... Uh, The queen will lie in state, but she would, if she were alive, she would lay herself down. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. I, it, a lot of people think they're interchangeable. They really aren't, but uh, we're not going to display what uh, I think Emerson called a foolish consistent, consistency of little minds oh, in this case. Emerson <laughs> Yeah. There. Oh, my gosh. Well, Ralph Waldo for your afternoon, oh, folks. Oh, my gosh. Google that, kids. <laughs> Uh, so would it? So th she lie. The last person to, or well, that would still be to lie in state. I, I, it, whatever. We'll move on. We'll move on. I'm going to have to see more about what Emerson said later about consistency. Uh, the last member of the royal family to lie in state in the hall was qu the Queen Mother in 2002. Uh, about 200,000 people queued up to view her coffin. Then at some point, ten days, maybe two weeks. They will have the funeral. Um, but Tom Rivers from ABC News has more of this. He's been in London covering this. What's the mood, Tom? Yeah, pretty somber. Uh, maybe a few hundred people now still lingering outside of Buckingham Palace. Typical London night here. Uh, foggy night in London town. Light rain coming down. Uh, people are congregating as well outside of uh, Windsor Castle. A few hundred as well, playing, uh, putting flowers down by the gates. I guess we're going to be seeing that, I guess, for the next coming 11, 12 days uh, as the uh, very, very elaborate, fine, detailed, if you will, uh, events are, are, are unfolding. Uh, it looks like now that the Queen will lie in state for a short period of time at uh, St. Giles Cathedral in Edinburgh. Then she'll be transported down to London and eventually be in, interned at, uh, not interned, but uh, uh, Lion State at uh, Westminster Hall for a number of days where people can uh, come through and review. And then the funeral we expect out of Windsor. So, yes, it's going to be uh, a busy, busy few days here in, in London and uh, you know, very, very different context. But we've been through this with, with Diana. So uh, guess what? Uh, it's going to be a long period of time now dealing with uh, the, uh, the proceedings and then looking forward to uh, the reign King Charles III. Now, you could have changed the name to anything, fill in the blank, but uh, Charles has decided, nope, I'm sticking with what I got. So 73 years of age, the oldest heir to the throne to assume hmm. the throne. So, yes, uh, another piece of history. Well, so he's keeping his name just as his mother chose to keep her name. When is the coronation? Do we have any idea? Obviously, you think they had been planning this for some time. I've been planning for, for a long, long time. 
Um, it could be as short as who knows, fill in the blank, a couple of months maybe. Uh, in the case of Elizabeth, she was so young, she was 25, they figured that uh, they had to, uh, if you will, educate her a little bit into the system. So uh, hers was many months later. So you can uh, you can do them whenever you want. But uh, in essence, at the moment, the queen was pronounced dead. At that moment, Charles became king. And uh, there's other procedural things. Parliament will have a special session to pledge allegiance and pledge their support to the new king, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, yes, uh, it's going to be fascinating and very ceremonial, as I say, for the next couple of weeks. You know, it's astounding for an institution that really has almost, you know, no political power now and has and has watched an empire collapse to still hold the world Mm -hmm. so much, the world in thrall. Look, you've lived there a long time. How do you feel? I just want to tell my wife about that. Um, She's been on the throne for for 70 years. I've been a reporter here for half of that. And she's always been there. You know, she's, she's, she's like the furniture. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, call, call the palace. See what, it's going to feel weird now uh, with somebody else taking over the team. So, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's just, it just feels unusual, feels funny. So much when, when, when these kinds of people at this level pass, they touch so many things in their lives, uh, leaders, summits, wars. Uh, financial depressions, recessions, you name it. And it's the stuff that you and I have experienced in our own personal life. So when somebody of her stature dies, it's almost like holding up a mirror to yourself and going, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And that's kind of what this country's going through right now. Yeah. Tom Rivers, ABC News. Tom, thanks for talking, (laughs) updating us. I'm getting choked up talking about it. Thank you. I know. Take care. (laughs) Take care. Uh, Yeah, she was... 70 years, if you think about um, a kingdom going back to William the Conqueror in 1066, who, by the way, wasn't English, FYI, uh, she has been on the throne, you know, 8%. If it's almost 1,000 years, it's not quite, you know, we're 40 years shy of that. She's been on there 70 years. I mean, that's amazing. And I would argue that of the 41 now with Charles, 41 monarchs, the three greatest were women. You had Elizabeth I, who was 45 years on the throne victoria 63 years and now elizabeth ii at 70 years jane wells filling in for john and ken kfi jane wells filling in for john and ken kfi am 640 live everywhere on the iheart radio app ozzy will be performing at halftime at sofi stadium uh, as the rams are currently losing to the bills after the first of the quarter seven to nothing uh, and he has already put out on twitter how devastated he is at the death of of uh, the monarch and he can't imagine an England without her. So I am very curious to see what happens during the halftime show. My prediction, it's a crazy prediction is that he's going to play God save the King for the new King Charles III. I just think that would be, and, and there wouldn't be a dry eye in the house, even OJ Simpson uh, might shed a tear over that. Yes. In a box at SoFi stadium, is the juice number 32 of course uh, performed mostly in the NFL with the Bills and he took to Twitter a short time ago to show his support for the Bills uh, it's a little hard to listen to but give an ear against my Buffalo Bills well you know who I'm cheering for it should be a great game well, what a treat for football fans what a treat for football fans go Bills so I want to know who has the box that and 
and invites O.J. Simpson to the game. Because, look, I've covered that story from day one. And he he's a survivor, unlike Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman. Um, but I, I wonder, A, who has the box to invite the juice? And the person who has the box, does that person believe O.J. Simpson is a killer or does he think he was framed by the LAPD? I don't know. I have the feeling that a lot of people who interact with O.J. Simpson based on what I've seen think he's a murderer, but still, like, don't mind hanging out with him. Um, Mark Thompson, you're coming up at the top of the hour. I'm throwing that hot potato football at you. What do you... Who... That's a great uh, that's a great take, actually. I think that that's exactly right, Jane. I mean, I mean, let's face it. He did everything but leave a Heisman trophy at the crime scene. My God, my God, you know, he did it. And let's just cut the crap, you know. So if you have him in your box, you know, he did it. But I think you're right. And it's sort of a twisted thing that time somehow glosses over the heinous thing. This guy did slaughtering two people. I just I, I find it odd. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, Jane, it's so clever of you to say, well, but but who is that person who invited O.J. Simpson to their box? Now, you're also right to point out that he and I worked in Buffalo. I began my my career in Buffalo, which is why I have a special place for the bills in my heart, to be Mm, honest. Interesting. But anyway, I uh, will tell you, you this is pre uh, O.J. Simpson double murder. Uh, They (laughs) they loved him. I mean, he was really royalty there, and his smile lit up a room, and he was so gracious and so lovely, again, when he wasn't hacking people up. And so he was a a, a real um, child of Buffalo. They saw him proudly as one of their own. Well, there's, so, it's yeah. a great, the ESPN 30 for 30 on him is the best ESPN 30 for 30 ever, and how he didn't want to go to Buffalo, but... But he did kind of adopt it. And I will say, even during the civil trial, which I covered, even after he'd already, you know, the he was he couldn't help himself. He was congenial to the reporters. I mean, it was a sort of thing like, wow, why is he even talking to me? Because we've all been covering this case from day one. I will tell another story before I ask. It much In 2005, so we're talking 10 years after the not guilty verdict, my husband happened to be at the Orange Bowl where USC played Oklahoma and won. In January 2005. And he was in the cheap seats, the nosebleed seats. And he went to the restroom. And at the next urinal was O.J. Simpson. So not in a box then. Up there, you know, (laughs) and my, you know, what do you do? What, you know, what would you do if you walked into a restroom and you looked over and it's like, oh, would you say like, hi, or (laughs) hey, Juice, fight on. What would you say? No, you're right. It's a very tough one. I remember right after the verdict, we were down in La Quinta, my girlfriend and I, and into the restaurant there at La Quinta walks O.J. Simpson. And she started in with this, I'm going to go over there and tell him that he's a murderer and he's disgusting. And, he's, you know, I said, really, are you? I want to say that. I really want to say that because nobody went up to him. You know, I think we're all feeling it. And as you say, when you're actually confronted with that moment when he's at the next urinal. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Do you you like, hey, because obviously Gawk, I mean, for the record, the man is found not guilty, although he was found liable in a civil suit. And I'm going to leave it at that. Mm. 
What Very do you good. have coming up well, on the show? Well, uh, Jane, nothing will right. compare to what we've just chatted about. But let me <laughs> let me say that it's always lovely to talk to you because, you're, as you know, I'm really a huge fan uh, from ditto. the early days. Uh, we've got uh, the full crew in, and we're talking about everything from, first of all, we'll get the update on the Hemet fire. Um, we'll also talk about some new legislation before the uh, California legislature actually has made it all the way to Newsom's desk. It's on the fast food workers. Uh, oh, that, some are already yeah. familiar with that. The uh, the Hurricane K that is uh, falling apart may produce some flash flooding, also may produce some dry lightning. It's of concern as well. And in studio, uh, the multimedia ninja Shadow Stevens is coming <gasps> to visit us. Yeah. Oh, Shadow. my gosh. He talks like this. Shadow Stevens, wow. Mark, nice to meet you. Wow. Uh, he- <laughs> He is the greatest. That is like, I'm just having an acid flashback. And you must, uh, he's been so much a part of L.A. media, and he's also a part of so much more beyond that. He's an artist and more. So we'll we'll, we'll visit with Shadow. It's a big show, Jane. It's big. Yay, Mark Thompson. All right, Mark takes over. I will be back here tomorrow. Thanks, everyone. Jane Wells, KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.